0: Bring 'em out, bring 'em out, bring 'em out, bring 'em out. It's hard Hold. to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out Bring 'em out, bring 'em out, bring 'em out, bring 'em up,
1: them out, bring football out The championship run deep in our vein. The entertainment raw and real, cause it's all in the game. To us, you know, around the city doing it better than this. Just say, look at this. You can look around who better than this. Nobody. Your team, the Blazers, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Patriots, the Cowboys, Cowboy. the Titans, the Chickens. UFC, Gamecock, Shamrock, know what it is, man. Trippin' left a new podcast. Just join the game plan. Come on, come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring em out. Welcome
0: to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your host Zay, Young Vander, and Bro Joe. Hello and welcome back to the best fantasy football podcast on the air. The Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast presented to you by Manscaped. I'm your host Zay, the fantasy football fiend himself, and I got my bro with me, the fantasy fiend. I'm Young Vander, holla at the people.
1: Fantasy fiends, what's going
0: on out there? Yo, we got a lot going on, Uh, headed into another playoff week. Hopefully, you were able to make it through, at least in a couple of your leagues. If anything, like me, I'm I'm in like five leagues. I I made it through on three of them. Keeping fingers crossed, uh, we can get a couple of hashtag fantasy football fiend championships working out. We are going to make sure that you know what's going on with the playoffs, your matchups, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, You guys go ahead and make sure that you hit up the Facebook group and you hit up the YouTube channel. We have major changes coming in the new year. We'll have a little bit of a hiatus after the uh, fantasy uh, playoffs. Then we'll kind of go from there. We'll kind of keep you abreast of the changes. uh, A little bit of a rebrand, a little bit of uh, differences, if you will, that are kind of make sports a little bit more all-encompassing and still giving you all the fantasy information that you need, so make sure you look out for that. Uh, This week, we're going to give you your news and notes. We're going to give you your playoff prep, uh, your rapid-fire 10, but go ahead and start it out with your news.
1: And now, your fantasy news.
0: All right, so... We have a few things going on as far as news is concerned. Um, One of the, I would say, things that's going on that kind of has the most implications as far as playoffs is concerned is the Indianapolis Colts. They have their – Zach Moss is going to possibly play, but also may just be a backup. Um, Jonathan Taylor may be good to go. My question is, because I know this is, and I know we're starting out with running back instead of quarterback, Um, but this may be one of the more important pieces on the chessboard this week. Are we starting Jonathan Taylor off top, or if it's a Moss-Taylor combo, are we kind of thinking about giving him a week? Well, we may not have next week, but are do we feel confident about what Taylor's going to bring to the table this week if he's able to go. And right now it's looking like he's been uh, deemed as being ready for week 16.
1: Yeah, don't get cute, man. Play Taylor. Um, you drafted him. This is why you drafted him. He, can't, he has came back in time to save you. <laughs> you know, Atch, touche. Uh,
0: it's a thumb, it's a, I think it was a thumb injury. Uh, I think he. I think it was a – he had thumb surgery, if I'm not mistaken. So, so,
1: yeah, it's not like he's coming off an Achilles or ACL or something. you playing him. No, it's a hand injury. So yeah, I'm I'm gearing him up, playing him as a your RB1. You know what I'm saying? This is why you drafted a guy. You're lucky that he can't he has come back to help you if you made it thus far. Um but it's the only it's-
0: fear is you know he gets hit on that hand or something and he's immediately I I don't I don't know enough about you know the thumb surgery type of situation to know whether or not it's more likely that if he gets hit on it, if it hits a helmet, if he gets bent back, something like that. If it can be a situation of flaring up or swelling up, or if it makes fumbling more likely, or anything like that, that's my that was my only reticence um, in not knowing enough about the injury and of itself to kind of know what may shake out. If that makes sense.
1: Well, he got two thumbs. <laughs> so if one's bad, he probably carried the ball in the other a lot more. You know what I mean? Um, so, nah, give me give me
0: Taylor. With with, okay. with, no, with no fear,
1: I'm playing him with confidence.
0: Okay, uh, another guy that I moving on over our quarterbacks, and we'll get back to some of the other running back news. But uh, a quarterback that some people were um, surprisingly depending on. So maybe you aren't quite in the same boat as with the Jonathan Taylor, where you had to draft him early. But C.J. Stroud is likely to be held out um, two weeks now with this concussion issue. So. I know we were saying last week, you know, it could be a, a one-week thing. Some people are back and ready to go within the week. Others, it may be multiple weeks. It looks like with him, it's going to be multiple weeks. So does this now put everyone that's on the Texans on the bench? If Nico Collins comes back, um, really, Nico, and and maybe if you were hard up at running back, you may have uh, been trying to utilize Singletary. But um, are we feeling comfortable at all with any other pieces with the main guy going?
1: Uh no. Um. Well, if Nico comes back, I probably like the. It's one of those situations. Like last week, I had like um, Brown. Noah dude, Brown. Yeah. Only guy. You know what I'm saying? in The room. So if another guy's added to the room, then therefore I kind of like don't like either one of y'all. You know, if you have two, I'm like no. If you got one, I like one because he'd be the guy that's targeted the most. Uh, Keenum, he's I mean he's a veteran. He's played in this league, but in all, even if Stroud was available. I'm not playing them. They're playing the Cleveland Browns. And this is a Facts. win uh, type of week. So I wouldn't be confident playing them anyway. I mean, of course, you you know, you know, have to. But uh, I'm a C.J. Stroud owner. And if he was clear this week, I still wasn't going to play him. So
0: Okay, let me ask you this. You bring up the Cleveland Browns, and I know I'm kind of skipping all over the place here, but this is going to help out somebody. Cleveland Browns against the Houston Texans, let's say C.J. Stroud is out, Green Bay versus Carolina mm. or Buffalo versus um how did I forget that call? Um Buffalo had the Chargers, who the Raiders defense just beat up, and the Bills defense was able to put foots in the Cowboys. So who's your number one defense for this week? Oh, give me Cleveland. Cleveland? Okay. Because
1: Cleveland, I mean, I get it why you say it because uh due to the backup quarterbacks that's playing. Mm-hmm. But the overall
0: Well no, with, with Carolina, just because their offense is horrible, like against a bad defense, they only put up like 10 points. Yeah. And going against Green Bay, I mean, Green Bay has been able to slow down some pretty decent teams. So, you know, just just trying to get a feel for
1: Yeah, I'll probably go Cleveland because that's just okay. more comfortable. I get it. You know, some of those other matchups look more juicier, uh, but uh, Cleveland is the better defense, True. you know, versus anybody versus, you know, uh, a, a young, uh, a stick, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just give me Cleveland. It,
0: it, even with what you saw the Raiders do to the Chargers last week, because I feel like, I honestly just feel like the Chargers have given up uh, for the year. You know and and Keenan Allen ain't coming back
1: thing stick came back and had a pretty decent fantasy game. That's number one. Yeah. A lot garbage. Yeah. Two, the coach was fired. So don't forget about that.
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Win decent. one for the Gipper this week. So I got like,
1: you. um in my opinion, I you know some of the Eckler owners have been very mm-hmm. frustrated the last couple of weeks, like myself, uh did not give him no carries. But now with the coach out the way, look for them to fire him back up like you know. I don't think it'll be no carousel over there. I think he's gonna be the man. Um, those those interim coaches tend to you know go with the guns, go with the guy, you got yeah. to. So you,
0: you can't you pit. can't take a chance on looking bad it's as an interim Raiders. coach.
1: What we've seen with the Raiders, right? Jacobs, Facts. once Pierce got in there, they start, you know, hand on the rock. So yeah, I'm still gonna take him.
0: Indeed, indeed. Uh, we have not so much fantasy news here, but Aaron Rodgers is activated. Um, uh, it's funny. Um he was activated, but he is also not going to play any games the rest of the season, which I kind of figured that was going to be the case once the Jets were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Um, I think that's basically their way of saying if Zach Wilson could have got it together like one more game, you might have seen Aaron Rodgers play again this year. but that's where we are as far as that's concerned. Joe Flacco, um, he's been a little bit of a fantasy darling for a few people that had. Quarterback issues going on. He's listed with a calf injury. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. Um, so the fact that he made practice at all on Wednesday kind of tells me that he should be good to go. But are you looking for Joe Flacco to kind of stay with the hot hand, or or is this the you know carriage turning back into the pumpkin type of situation? Because if not for a few plays in the fourth quarter, and then they're needing to be overtime, a lot of people that made it to this week might not have made it. Um, that were dependent on Flacco. I know I was in that situation, whereas if it weren't for the overtime and it weren't for that touchdown in the fourth quarter, I might be at home in a couple of, the, uh, well, not a couple of the leagues, but one, one, one league that I'm in where I was using Flacco because CJ Stroud was hurt. So what do you think about Flacco? I like Flacco. Um,
1: I like the matchup that he has. Um, So yeah, I'm actually playing Flacco. You know, this is the strangest fantasy season I've seen ever because you, you have at least 70, 75% of the league has played with another quarterback versus their starting quarterback uh-huh. on day. And right now, I'm in the semis with two backups. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just been that type of season. But yeah, I, I like Flecko I like the matchup that he has. Um, and I like the connection that he's building with some of the receivers on the team, especially like Njoku.
0: We have another quarterback who is the starter that's now coming back. I don't necessarily know if we should trust him, but I want to get your opinion on it. Geno Smith is back. He was able to get into full practice on Wednesday. Um, he was coming back from that growing injury. Uh, Drew Locke was able to play the role of the hero and take out the Eagles this past week. How do we feel about Gino this coming week? Um, are we just those that, you know, were in that backup quarterback situation, continue to roll with your backup, or are you throwing Gino back out there?
1: I Man, it depends on who your backup is. Um indeed. Uh, I mean, I feel about Gino like I felt about him during the whole season. Like Gino hasn't been nothing. He has he hasn't been a Gino for last year. Facts, so he's yeah. alone you know, throughout the year. Um, if you have a better matchup, then don't be afraid to play the better matchup. But uh, more than likely, you if you have Gino, he's probably your flex quarterback. You know, in those type of leagues. He's probably not your number one quarterback in the one quarterback league. Uh, but, Facts. Um, don't be afraid to play them. I mean, if you if you have nothing left, I mean, of course, play them. But if you have a better better option, uh, for instance, um, maybe a guy like Mullins. To be honest with you, it may be a guy. Okay. I, mean, I might not be afraid to play over at Geno.
0: Who who does who does Seattle have this week? Uh Seattle is going up against. It. Let's see, here. The Cardinals, the Titans. So they have more of a run stopping defense than they have. Yeah, I might like Geno
1: better than because that's a good that's a good matchup. Yeah, so yeah. Cool Playing you Geno know, against the Titans
0: got Kenny Pickett. That's still going to be on the mend. It doesn't look like he'd be coming back um, for another couple weeks. Uh, Tomlin made the comment that he should be ready for the playoffs. I don't know that the Steelers are going to make the playoffs at this moment in time. But um, with that being said, the move that has been made is Mason Rudolph is now going to be the starting quarterback. They're moving away from Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, I I don't have very much com- – I have more confidence in Mason Rudolph as the NFL quarterback to kind of hold it in the road than I do for fantasy. Uh, and when I say hold it in the road, I mean he's not going to win the game for you, but he's probably not going to have turnovers the way the other two have. So your, your defense and running game can kind of – get you to where you need to go if your opponent didn't put up too many points on you. It's kind of how I'm looking at the steelers this week. But um yeah, I, I don't have any confidence at all fantasy wise as far as Mason Rudolph is concerned. There has to be another option unless you're in a two quarterback league where you're literally just scraping the waiver wire and hoping to replace somebody who, you know, maybe was a, a blank spot or something like that. Or somebody just got hurt and you only had that guy on your team. But outside of that, um yeah, uh, I I don't see Rudolph being. I feel, anything I feel or,
1: about you know. this. The, those three still quarterbacks mm-hmm. is the example of when they ask you, you know, how do you want to go? And when you got the you got the death penalty. You want a firing range? You want electric chair? Or you want lethal injection? You are still gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So it don't really matter. <laughs> so that's that's how I feel about those
0: three guys. Anybody that's still stiller offense is just bad. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um so now we have an injury that uh one of our Wolverines may not be able to fight through. Uh Trevor Lawrence, uh he had that ankle sprain which normally puts people down for a few weeks. He was back the next week. Now he has a concussion. That it, it isn't up to him or his pain tolerance or anything else as far as that is concerned. And we just saw what a concussion did with CJ Stroud as far as putting him down for a couple weeks. So I, I don't even know if we can extrapolate, you know, our thought process as far as whether or not he will be able to, because I, I definitely didn't see CJ Stroud being out for two weeks. um, So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Lawrence, but I, I, I don't even know how to, I mean, I, I guess you go ahead and pick up CJ Beathard just in case. um. I would start CJ Bethard over a Mason Rudolph if you're one of those people in that situation where, you know, Lawrence was your second guy and you don't have, you know, bench quarterbacks and you're just trying to scrounge the waiver wire for a guy to start. Uh, Maybe you want to go ahead and pick up Bethard before the news comes out that he will or won't play this week. But outside of that, um, are there any guys that you could think of that probably aren't? picked up just yet that you might be able to pivot to i know in most uh two qb leagues you know your brownings of the world have already been picked up your uh even your uh aiden o'connell's of the world uh the raiders quarterback after the what he did last week people might have picked him up as just a dart throw just in case but anybody else that's out there that has been recently put out there um hey, Taylor that heineke. may work heineke good call yeah 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 Uh, for those that didn't know uh Ritter's been benched again. I think this is it for Ritter. Um, You get benched once, it it could be just trying to shake you up a little bit and kind of put a fire under you. You get benched multiple times, they have no faith in you anymore. So, yeah, Heineke would definitely be the route to take. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he may start. Uh, Levis is a guy that um, has an ankle injury. If he's unable to play, then Tannehill to start. That may be another guy that you want to just, you know, pick up off of waivers if you're having QB issues. Um, Of all the guys that we've talked about thus far, Tannehill would probably be the one that I would have, you know, I would say the most faith in. Not guarantee you that he would have the best fantasy week, but he's the guy that I would have the most faith in if you have to throw a dart at a quarterback. And that's also calculating whether or not Levis is going to go. So it'd be better to have him and not need him than need him and not have him as far as that's concerned. Um, Let's go ahead and go over to the running backs. Not a whole lot going on with running backs. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third is tending to an injury. Um, He has a shoulder injury. Not exactly sure how significant that may be, but you may want to have a pivot just in case he can't go. We didn't think that the Isaiah Pacheco injury was going to be that serious. And um, he's been out now multiple weeks. So have a pivot for him. Divine A-Chain set out practice again, dealing with this toe injury. Uh, He was able to go this past week, but he didn't do a whole lot. So if you have a pivot, is it worth sitting a chain this week or is he lightning in a bottle and you're going to be highly upset with yourself if you, if if you take the risk or not starting him, What what is more of the risk not starting him in the playoffs or starting him in the playoffs with his toe injury? Well, me personally,
1: I am a chain owner and I'm going to pivot. Likewise. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that makes sense. Um, he is lightning in a bottle, but he's, the volume is not dead. Most of us having a career year. Um, for example, I got Cuba Hubbard. And okay. that's somebody I will play in front of eight Chan right now because Hubbard is getting the volume. He just came off like yeah. a 25 carry game. The week before that thing is 22, 23 carries. So the last three games, he's getting over 20 carries. And he has a matchup against Green Bay, uh, right? Who's not that good at the run. So it's a lot, it's a lot likely that you know he can maybe get a touchdown. Of course, HN get a down as well, but him come off a nine carry game, not practicing already this week. Um, it's just not something I'm, you know, I want to mess with. So,
0: you got Kareem Hunt limited in practice, still dealing with the groin. Jerome Ford listed as a minor wrist injury, so he'll still be the guy. Um, Alexander Madison, no practice reps on Wednesday. So the guys that went with Chandler last week. Can we expect a little bit more of the same this week? Or are we thinking that, you know, that may have been lightning in a bottle and Minnesota going up against Detroit may not necessarily get the same results as far as Chandler is concerned if Madison doesn't go?
1: I don't like that matchup. I mean, Detroit, I think, is pretty good against the run, right?
0: They got a pretty uh, good defensive line.
1: Right. So, but I mean, yeah, I like Chandler. I mean, we spoke about Chandler before a mm-hmm. you know, long time ago. So people probably not catching up. Dude is super talented. Um, Yeah, that's not you know something that's not there. But his matchup is not the greatest. But yeah, um, yeah, why not? I mean, ride it. It depends on what you you know what should have, but definitely ride that out.
0: Going on over to wide receivers. Um, Not a whole lot going on with wide receiver, which is a good thing during the playoffs. Uh, Most of the guys that you can depend on, you will be able to. Other than the big name right now is Chase. Um. Jamar Chase is having, um, I want to say he had a shoulder issue, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And right now he's sidelined as far as Wednesday is concerned. Not exactly sure what's going to happen by Sunday, but is Chase a guy that most people have been dependent on that may not be there on Sunday? And if he can't go, how does that affect your opinion of uh, Browning?
1: You know, Brown had been playing really well, um, and I do like him being Chase being there with him. But mm-hmm. I love—I mean, the the Higgins owners. I mean, you've been holding this guy right, <laughs> you know, all year long. He hasn't been uh, a you know benefit at all. But now is when the time is right. You know what I'm saying? Um, he just had his biggest game of the year last last week, and yeah. I'm looking to have another huge game because he should get peppered with targets. Um. So, and Browning, he—he, he, I mean, he's showing, you know, pretty comfortable, you know. Blanket. Yeah. Um. So, maybe, yeah, I'm okay. Even Chase down on the field, maybe we see Boyd get a little more love. Um, he has been. That's what
0: I was going to say. DFS wise, Boyd would be a cheap wide receiver that's going to get plenty of targets. If the tight end
1: love. as well. What's the tight end? Uh, Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. May get a lot more targets because they have seemed to have a rapport. So I mean, like Hudson when I'm like boy, um, but some of the uh, the younger guys who like the Elias uh, the Isoba is Okay, I don't know his last yeah, name. Um, uh, yeah,
0: um, I, yeah, I don't know how to spell his last name. I it's mean, I don't know name. how to pronounce his last name, but I know you're yeah, talking Andre, about. Um, I, I know it, it starts different. with
1: an I. Yeah. <laughs> AI, we call him AI. So yeah,
0: AI. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got um, your boy um, Irwin, I believe his name is yeah, um, yeah, you but got Irwin as well.
1: A, um. Other guys, one of his favorites, Burrow, uh, Chase Brown,
0: um, another guy. He he catches the ball out of the backfield. He seems to get uh, a lot more burn, um, as of late. And Mixon is kind of the pounded guy. He can get, uh, you know, touches out of the backfield. I mean, care. I mean, targets out of the backfield as well. But it seems like they've been kind of splitting that up just a little bit and kind of trying to get Chase Brown a little bit more involved as far as the pass game is concerned. And that guy is swift. I mean, like, he is, he can go. So that's another guy if you, you know, you're having some issues and you need to possibly find somebody on the waiver, that may be someone that you can go with. Um, Nico Collins still dealing with a calf injury. He was limited in practice. Traylon Burks, Burks practice this week. The, the Tavion Wicks of Green Bay dealing with an ankle injury. Nick westbrook kind. Lands on IR. He had a pretty decent game this past week um, out of nowhere, and um, he ended up on IR with a hand injury. So we have that going. Uh, Chris Godwin is dealing with a knee injury. Tutu Atwell has been cleared for the Thursday night game from his concussion, so he'll be able to go. And um, am I missing anything that you could think of from the news? No, nothing I could think of right off. The top. I think that pretty much covers the news for this week. So um, let's go ahead and get into Rapid Fire 10. And now, Rapid Fire 10. 10 quick questions, 10 quick answers.
1: All right, man, here we go. Rapid Fire 10, Rapid Fire 10. We got 10 quick questions. We need 10 quick answers. This is week 16, playoff edition. Can't afford to lose. No, probably in your semis. And this is, this win, this week is going to take you to your championship game. So let's go. People want to know. We got Nick Mullins. Or Danny DeVito.
0: Mm, So we have Nick Mullins going up against Detroit. And the Giants are going to be going up against. Philly. uh, Philly, yeah, I. I think I'm going to roll with Mullins. I got a feeling that Philly going to come out with a point to prove um, after taking that L. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Mullins.
1: We got Brian Zappi. Okay. Or Mason Rudolph. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sheesh. Ah. Uh. I guess I'm going to have to go with – I guess I'm going to go with Zappi. Um Yeah, I'm a a rover zappy. The over under is pretty low in that Patriots Broncos game, but the over under is low in the Pittsburgh game as well. So, um, yeah, you know what? Nah, I'm going to go Rudolph. I'm going to go Rudolph. no, I'm not. <laughs> i go with Zappy. The Bengals' defense has actually been decent. So, Steelers going up against the Bengals. I, I'm, I'm going to roll with Zappi. The Broncos give up a few points here and there. So, I, I'm going to roll with Zappi. But that, that's, whew, that's close right there. Mm-hmm. We got Clyde. It was hilarious. Okay. But Chandler. I'm going to roll with – I'm, I'm going to stay in both of them in the flames right now. Um, But – I think I'm gonna have to roll with uh five. Uh, he has a better offense overall. All right,
1: we got Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry. Mm. That's crazy. That's how. That's that.
0: That's I know, right? Football is right now. Um, I think Henry has the bigger likelihood of a touchdown. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the guy that's more likely to get a touchdown this week. Okay. We got uh, what's this one? Um,
1: Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, huh? Or Zay Flowers?
0: Oh, JSN for sure. Uh, the Titans' secondary is 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 subpar, and Flowers only got one target this past week. So I, I'm not going to. Luckily, I was able to uh, get a couple of other guys that had double the points, so Flowers didn't get me sent home. But yeah, we, we 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 were pivoting from flowers. Um so yeah hard pivot.
1: <laughs> okay, we got Jonathan Mingo or uh, George Pickens. Pickens, easy one for me. Pickens. <clears throat> okay. Moving on. We got Dalton Kincaid
0: or uh, Hunter Heron. Kincaid may still be a little nicked up. Um, He's dealing with a bit of an injury. Uh, I think I'm going to roll with Henry.
1: Well, Henry also got Taysom Hill. Kyle Pitts. The Colts
0: don't have that good of a defense, so I think I'm going to roll with Pitts, um I you just ain't learn, how You just won't learn. I just well, I mean, he'll I mean they've been using Jawan Johnson a lot at tight end. Um it, it's a lot going on with the Saints offense right now. And when he was kind of like the utility guy, if he didn't get in one way, he was gonna get in another, I'd say he'll easily. But as of late, he's just been a backup in any place that he ends up getting in. Juwan Howard is a starting tight end. Carr is a starting quarterback. They're not putting him in on the goal line at running back in a Wildcat situation. So it's like, if you're just going to be a backup, I'm going to take the starter. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, we got a defensive question. Um, okay. It's going to be the Washington uh, Commanders uh-huh. or the Denver Broncos. So that's the Broncos against the Patriots. The Commanders got the Jets.
0: Um, I, I think I'm actually going to have to go with Washington. The, um, I don't, I don't see the Jets having a means to put up points. The Patriots have shown us in a couple of games is Zappy that, you know, you know, lightning may strike, but, uh, well, I can say the same thing with Zach Wilson though. Uh, lightning has striked a couple times. Um, Aaron Rodgers is back in the fold, kind of having him under his wing. I think I think the Jets could probably put up a few points on Washington. I, I'll go with the Broncos. I'll go with the Broncos.
1: Last but not least, flex question. We got Joe Mixon or Jalen Waddle?
0: Am I assuming that Hill is playing this week? Because that's going to make a huge difference for me. If I'm assuming that Hill is playing this week – then I'm going to go with Mixon. And the reason for that is I kind of feel like they still want to do everything possible to get Tyreek those 2,000 yards. And with him missing the game, they're probably going to purposely give him several more targets that might have just gone to the man that's open. So I can kind of see them focusing on Tyreek to get him to that 2,000 yards. Meanwhile, if Chase is out, Mixon may actually get more usage than what he was getting before. So, But if Hill is out, Waddle for sure. So that's how I'll answer that one. So that concludes our rapid fire 10. Rapid fire 10. All right, good people. Let's go ahead and get into these matchups. Uh, Thursday night, we have the Saints going up against the Rams. This is a 46-point over-under, which is a little bit higher for uh Thursday night games. Uh, we've seen a few Thursday night games that have kind of uh, moved the meter a little bit. But um, New Orleans is getting the four points. So the Rams are expected to win here. I I know New Orleans has a pretty good defense, but Cup, um Puka, Tyron Williams, start them if you got them not trying to get cute right now um uh, the saints kamara stardom if you got them uh olave is a little nicked up he 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 may be going but it's he's not 100 he's been clear cool, cool 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 um well olave if you got him, um maybe as a flex um but outside of that there really aren't any saints that i'm like Chomping at the bit to put out there, so uh, this is one of those matchups where I would say start the guys that you would normally start and don't second guess your your starters. If that makes sense. Um, Bengals up against the Steelers. This is a thirty-seven point over under and a divisional matchup. Pittsburgh is getting two points and they are at home, if I'm not mistaken. So that's kind of interesting. Um, they're not getting. They're not um, giving the visiting team the the points there. So they expect Cincinnati to win this for sure. What you got on this matchup?
1: Oh, Steelers, man. Especially the wide receivers all together. If you dig in deep, I like Pat Firemuth being that the Bengals are one of the worst teams in the league against the tight end. Okay. Um, and With Mason Rudolph playing, there may be some familiarity there. Um, yeah. I do like maybe Najee Harris is questionable. He's been questionable the last couple of weeks and still play. Um, he is likely can get you a touchdown here or there. Um, don't expect nothing big, but um him and Warren probably the only guys I'm comfortable with playing on that offense at all, you know, period. On the Cincinnati side of the ball, like I said on earlier, T. Higgins, all congratulations. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he may be a, a a winner for you this this year. Uh also uh Joe Mixon, we speak about if you're in a deeper league, Chase Brown. Like you're probably in a deep, deep league. Chase Brown probably be guy that you'll play. And if you're in the flex league, uh I'm okay with playing Brown in that he's been scoring over 20 points. Uh, He's averaging over 20 fantasy points, uh, Mm -hmm. and that's three starts, three or four starts that he's uh, started.
0: Bills versus Chargers. And by the way, all the the games that we've gone over so far are Saturday games. Make sure that you remember to set your lineups a little early. We have the Thursday, then we have Saturday and Sunday this week. Uh, Bills versus Chargers. That's going to be a 44-point over under. And the Chargers are getting 12 points and they are at home. Yeah. Uh Vegas and I both agree this is going to be a knockout punch fairly early. I I guess if you have Eckler, you you should probably start him because he's going to be able to get the ball uh both running and receiving. Outside of that, um I'll say, you know what? I'll say on the Charger side of the ball, I might take a dart throw at Palmer. Um, he's going to be the wide receiver one, and they're going to be behind from the get. So they're going to have to throw the ball the entire time, and somebody's going to have to catch it. And garbage time, you know, points count too. So Palmer may be a guy that out throw on the flex if need be. I would Buffalo start him if you got him. You know, Allen Cook, Diggs, uh, e- even Gabe. I know he's on again, off again, but you know, Buffalo start him if you got him. Uh, Browns versus Texans, 40 point over under. Houston is getting two and a half points at home. What you got on this one? Texans.
1: Uh, I like Fleco, Um, in this game. I do like Najoko, who's been red hot as of late. Um, Still kind of like, you know, they speak, I haven't seen the Amari Cooper stand up, the Elijah Moore, those guys, um, not so much. On the Texans side of the ball, Compared from anybody on this team, I would. Singletary, like he's back being the man, but against this front, I'm not a fan nice. of him. Um, And then you have the backup Case Keenum. I do like the, 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 the Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, that helps, but on the Houston side, kind of, you know, pivoting away from all of their offensive starters in this week.
0: Lions versus the Vikings, this is a 47-point over-under with Miami getting three points. Um, Honestly, I don't really think there's too much in-depth to get into with this matchup. Um, It's a start-your-studs type situation. If you got golf, you've been starting them, keep starting them. If you got St. Brown, you've been starting them, keep starting them. Same thing with Monty Ann Gibbs. Um, Minnesota side of the ball, you're going to start Jefferson. You're going to start Addison. If you're if you're in a pinch, go back to the well with Chandler. I, I don't expect him to get the same results as he did last week, but I do see him um being worth the start if that makes sense. And um Nick Mullins, that's gonna be a spot start in a two-QB league. Not really expecting much in a one QB league as far as that matchup is concerned. Seattle Seahawks going up against the Titans, 41 and a half point over under what you got there.
1: Uh Gino and the receivers. Uh, All right. I start those guys confidently against this Tennessee back end. Uh with the running game, I would, you know, you got Kenneth Walker, you gotta play him, right? Um, there's no really, you know, sneaky guys on this side. It's funny. I like JSN better with Locke than I do with Geno. Um, mm, okay. Because Geno
0: got the long ball a little bit better than than Locke did, so the intermediate passes won't be there quite as much. I, okay, that, that makes sense. I see um, where you're going.
1: You got to play, on the other end. you got to play Derrick Henry. And that's it. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Uh, now, De- let me ask
0: you this. Do you feel different if Tannehill goes versus if it's Levis, or are you still just looking at Henry?
1: I think, I yeah, I'm still looking at Henry because he's all they got. Um, and not just that. I mean, I like Hopkins less with Tannehill than I did with Levis.
0: Okay. And I, yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: So if you that do have sense. D-Hop, you know, some of the things you've been seeing in the last couple of weeks may be differently if Tannehill's at the helm because we've seen the kind of games he's had with him. Um, True. I'm still not playing, but this is a good secondary from Seattle. The, the kid Wetherspoon is playing lights out this year. He'd yeah, probably okay. be on them a good bit of this game. Um, so I think you won't be expectations on that. Not a fan of anyone else on this team. If you're in a deep, deep league, Tajay Spears is good, but any yeah. of the uh, pass catches, then I'm not a fan of on the Tennessee side.
0: Colts versus the Falcons, 44.5 and a half point over under, and Indy is getting one point. Um the Falcons are such a tricky team to try to prognosticate with because their coaching situation is just dismal, in my humble opinion. Arthur Smith, I, I don't, I don't know why Arthur blanks has any faith in him at all. Um, they have the pieces for this offense to look a whole lot better than it has, but it's just, Please, it just me, doesn't. Me. I mean, it's it's, oh, it's you ridiculous.
1: You didn't have to pay me that much money. <laughs> you no, know, most GMs make, you know, maybe me and uh, You can give me a hundred thousand. I'll take it. You do it for the love of the game, huh? <laughs> I got you. Trust me. I, I get this team. This team be a playoff team next year. Next
0: year. They should be this year. I mean, they got oh, the pieces. They do. It's the coach. They do. They do. But um, yeah, I I I guess um I I can't trust Robinson. I told y'all at the beginning of the year, regardless of his talent, he going to the Falcons (laughs) and his coach is his coach. And you just never know what's going to happen week to week. And that's exactly what's happened this year. Um, So, I mean, there's really nobody on the Falcons I can actually trust. Depending on who you have, you got to do what you got to do. But there's nobody that I would be chomping at the bit to start. Um, Indy, if Taylor's out there, start him. Uh, Minshew has been one of those guys, kind of like Browning. Um, he's a backup, but he's been putting up starter numbers. So, uh, I'm assuming that Pittman is going to be good to go. Um, he he took a nasty hit. Um, I know he had uh, you know, he was out the rest of the game, concussion protocol, all that good stuff. Um, but I haven't heard anything else about him, you know, being iffy. But I also didn't see anything about um, him practicing, so that there really wasn't any news at all about him. But if he tr- goes, I, they had two tr- tr- receivers
1: this week, so that's that's a sign that. Ooh, okay. okay. So Add some some guys, Jarvis Landry sure. guys as well.
0: Okay, uh, that that'll be interesting to see how that works out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if T. Y. Hilton came on back. He definitely know the playbook. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but um, yeah, uh, Taylor. Maybe I don't have as much confidence in Minshew without Pittman. Um, Alec Pierce is a guy that I would pivot to if Pittman is definitely out. But He'll Josh be the wide Downs. receiver one out there. Say again. But
1: Josh Downs.
0: Yeah. Um. He's a stardom if you have to. He's in the same boat as Flowers for me. Um. I think he's going to be really, really good. But his he, he's on again, off again, and in the playoffs, I would attempt to not deal with those type guys if I don't have to. Um. But if Pittman is out. Yeah, he, he may be a good player as well. I can see that. Uh, Packers versus Panthers. This is a 37-point over-under. Carolina's getting five points. What you got on this
1: one? Hmm. Um, I was speaking of um Hubbard. I like Hubbard in this game going against this weak Green Bay run defense, but it's funny that Carolina's a weak run defense themselves. But the Packers haven't shown the ability to run the ball effectively. Even against teams, right? Um, so if you have Aaron Jones or, or AJ Dillon, I definitely recommend that you pivot away from these guys. Uh, Jordan Love, he's a roller coaster. Um, this team is playing better on the back end now that they return to JC Horn. Mm-hmm. So tricky. Oh, man. Um, Carolina side, like I said, Hubbard, of course. It's like Hubbard and a bus. If you got Thielen, you must play Thielen as well. Uh, but I wouldn't feel confident playing any other guys on that side. Pivot away, Green Bay side. You got
0: Thielen as a must play?
1: No, I say I wouldn't. No, not a must play. I say you must play him, like because what do you have? Does it for for the oh, guy?
0: Oh, I got you. I got you. Guy, okay, that's, okay.
1: That's when I say must play. I mean not like he's going to be like. No, I mean like. What, what are your other If you options? got to. <laughs> right, right. Fade chances are it's like this going down, you know, as far as your, uh, the rest of your roster. I got you. Um, but he's a favorite of Bryce Young. You know, he's a favorite target. Um, but so, I mean, you got to at this point. You just can't get too cute. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them guys just got to play.
0: Manders going up against the Jets, another 37-point over-under with Washington getting three points. This is going to be an interesting game. Um, I don't know that I trust either one of the offenses. The Jets' defense is good enough to shut down Washington, and the Jets' offense is bad enough to not need a good defense to shut them down. So I, I, I honestly, I don't want to play – Anybody in this game, keep it a buck. Um in a pinch. Well, I'll tell you what, in a pinch Benson, you think in a
1: Garrett pinch, Wilson. maybe Eric Wilson. Well well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington is horrendous. And yeah. I mean, being that he does get the targets, um, he's gonna eventually break. But he's the only guy, period, on both sides. I mean, that you probably feel confident in playing.
0: That's at any position. Yeah, I, this is this is just a bad game. If you depended on any of these guys, then you know. I mean, it, it's it's an awesome job that you've done with the rest of your roster, just making it this far into the playoffs. Honestly, if you depended on any of these guys, <laughs> <laughs> you got the Jaguars going up against the Buccaneers. The Jags are getting one point and a forty-three point over/under. What you got here?
1: Jay's Buccaneers um uh, continue to ride the hot hand of Baker Mayfield. Hey yeah. Matt, are you watching? <laughs> Evans, yeah. Continue to ride that. Continue to ride that hot hand with Sh- Shaw White as well. He could yeah, very well yeah. be a, a playoff winner for you. Probably helped you win last week. Uh, that three headed monster. I love it. Um, on the Jag side. I mean, you just got to play the stud that you got, ETN. Um, He got you this far. And you got to roll with it. But other than that, you might want to temper everything else. The secondary to Tem- Tampa Bay is very bad. So, Ridley, he'd probably be peppered with some But
0: target. C.J. Beathard ain't good if yeah, Lawrence ends up but, sitting down with that concussion. Because, I mean, that, that ain't nothing you can wheel your way through. Either the doctors say you're good or they don't. So, that, yeah. that
1: can be kind of scary. So I'm still going to play C.J. in my league if I have to, mm-hmm. uh, being that. This because of the secondary is bad for Tampa. But that's the only reason Not you know, no other reason. Um, Gotcha. With CJ, I mean, he is a veteran. He has started games in his league. Yeah. um, For your squad. Yeah, yeah. 49ers for sure. So, um, but you got to ride the three-headed monster, man, that Tampa Bay has going on with confidence, too.
0: Okay. Cardinals versus the Bears. 43 point over under. Arizona's getting four. Points, um, I I believe that this is going to be a geek back game for Phils. Um, he's been hearing the chirps. He uh, he's he, you, uh, Hold on, um, hold on. Is, uh, is this coming from
1: Is this coming from Ohio State? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this real?
0: Anna, is this real football? You uh, know, I'll say this: the Arizona defense yeah. isn't. Impressive to me. Um, And with what I just saw last week against a much, much, much tougher defense. I expect him to do better against Arizona than he did against Cleveland. And if he does better than he did against Cleveland, well, that's a pretty good fantasy day. Um, I want to say he got close to 20 points, if I'm not mistaken. He might have been like right at 18 or something like that, um, if I'm not mistaken. So again, I mean those points with those legs. It don't matter. They, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but I know he got uh, last week against last week against uh, Cleveland. He ended up putting up. No, he ended up putting up about 13 points against Cleveland. So, and How, and how I, many times are Russian rushing? Uh, hold on. Let me go back. 40 pass attempts, 19 completions for 166 yards, one TD. The two interceptions hurt him on, in this league more than anything because of the amount of points that you get taken off for interceptions. He had seven rushing attempts for 30 yards, so it, he didn't get a whole bunch as far as rushing was concerned. Um But – Cleveland versus Arizona's defense is like night and day, humble opinion. Um so if he was able to put up 13 points in this particular league that I had him in going against Cleveland, I fully expect for him to be able to put up 20 points against Arizona. So that's kind of <laughs> what I'm looking at. Okay. And that's basically just another touchdown. That's that that's feasible in my humble opinion. Um and 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 there is a degree of Ohio State fandom there as well. I I probably do have uh, a little bit more, uh, I would say, faith. But I can't judge him against Cleveland, um, which is, in my humble opinion, the number one defense right now in the league. I mean, he put up 24 points against Detroit, who's a pretty good defense. So I don't think Arizona's defense is is as good as Detroit. So I, I expect him to be somewhere between where he was against Detroit and where he was against Cleveland. Um, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, uh, Arizona side, um, I guess Kyler Murray, uh, McBride for sure. McBride has been getting a ton of targets. I think he had like double-digit targets his last game. So he he's becoming the favorite target of Kyler Murray. So in a, uh, when you're looking at, an atmosphere where tight ends are very much not dependable, even some of the better ones. Give me the guy that's getting a ton of targets. Um, I'm actually looking at starting him over Kittle this week, um, just based on the amount of targets that he's been getting. Um, That's more dependable than anything else. What will happen with the targets? That's different. But, I mean, 20 to 20 and red zone, he's the first look now. So I kind of got to roll with McBride for sure as far as the Arizona side is concerned. Um, James Conner has been doing his thing. Uh, Even against um, some of the tougher defenses, he's been able to still get in the end zone. So I like Conner as long as he's healthy. That's pretty much all I would say I'm willing to start during the playoffs as far as this setup is concerned. Um, We got the Cowboys going up against the Dolphins. This is a 50-point over-under, the highest over-under of the week, if I'm not mistaken. And Dallas is getting a point and a half. What we got Mm. on this one? Tell you all your guys. Basically. Um, (laughs) Basically. You know, the guys you've been riding with all year. Dak, Lamb, Pollard. That's also kind of telling me that Vegas feels like Hill is going to be back or this over under, I don't think, would we'll be that high. So,
1: yeah, he's, he's still chasing 2000, so more than likely, he will. Uh, we just seen Cook had a explosive game against the Cowboys, so
0: um, most start might be a league winner, yeah. yeah he's, he's been, he's, that's why I was asking you earlier, though. Do you sit a chain based on the fact that? up uh, he's more in the neighborhood of what James Cook is than most artists is like so that's why I was asking you do do you risk not starting him against his defense just seeing what cook did against his defense or I mean like not nine carries may be enough to win your week against this run defense based on what they did against James Cook so I that's the part that was kind but, of
1: you see A-chan. I mean, I want to see him. Like I said, you can't
0: you can't afford
1: it. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to see him do well before you really be comfortably play him. Um, because people that's playing him are playing him in front of some some guys that have the backfield to themselves. Um so, Okay, A-chan H. H. or Z? Well, we don't know if is gonna come back this week. Stevenson ain't back. Wait, we, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we do. They say he's out. They're the rule
0: of He ain't practicing and he ain't been there in the last two two weeks now. Let's see if he practices tomorrow. But um, Let, let's say Stevenson is out.
1: I'll go with Zeke. Okay. Because he's playing against Denver, right?
0: Right. And that's actually the next matchup. So, Patriots okay. versus the Broncos 34 and a half point over under. Very low over-under. Uh, the Patriots are getting six and a half. Go ahead and speak on their uh, situation. Uh, I love him to Henry this game. The
1: Broncos is oh. the worst team, either worst or second-worst team in the league against the tight end. Him and Zappi have seen it have a rapport. He's been scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns over the last couple of weeks. Um had two, I think, last week. Uh, so I do like Ezekiel Elliott. The Broncos give up a lot on the run and also in the air um, in this game. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, let go. go somewhere else. Javonta Williams has not he hasn't done anything for you. Don't look for him now. Not against this defensive front. Um, the the secondary for the Patriots has been playing a lot better with the new additions yeah. that has come afold. Um Russ hasn't had a bad season, but this isn't a game I'm very comfortable playing Russ in. Um, so, honestly, I'm not a fan of any Broncos skill players at all. On my fantasy teams at all, if I could pivot, I'll go to someone else. No, I,
0: I think I think I trust Sutton to. Um, I'll tell you that second day they're playing pretty 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 high. They have, but Sutton can normally get get the points that you need him to have for the week in like two plays.
1: I mean, you know, Sutton, you got to play him right. I'm not telling you sit Sutton for for Palmer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but simply, your expectation is on on against this defense. What I'm saying, I'm not saying sit Javante, but. If you have a, like I said, I play Cuba Hubbard over Javante Williams, me personally. Okay. So okay. if you have another option that's that's kind of right there, I probably go that way because you know of this matchup.
0: We got three Christmas games. Uh, we have Raiders versus the Chiefs, forty-one and a half point over under. Vegas is getting ten points. Don't expect for the Raiders to look anything like they did going up against the Chargers. That's all I can tell you. Um, I don't know if Jacobs is going to be back. Have, haven't heard a lot about that situation. Um, Kansas City's defense has actually been stout this year. So I expect the Raiders to go back to looking like they were before. I expect the Chiefs to look pretty much like they have been before. Um, start my homes, obviously. I don't have to tell you that start kelsey um rice your boy rice has been on one um he's the rookie but he's week by week building a lot more rapport um he's a guy that is a must start for me at this point i think he's the best wide receiver uh, on the team at this point not the best pass catcher that's still kelsey but most definitively the best wide receiver at this point um so those are the guys i would feel most comfortable with there um, if Pacheco goes, which they're they're talking like he might be able to, I'd feel comfortable with him. Um, if he doesn't go, I'll feel comfortable with McKinnon. So, I'm mean, excuse me, with um, Clyde Evers-Alaire. Um, and McKinnon in a pinch, in a flex spot, um, I, I would feel comfortable with as well if Pacheco doesn't go. Uh, we got the Giants going up against the Eagles. This is a 42-and-a-half point over-under. The Giants are getting 12 points. Yeah. Mm. What you got on this one?
1: All right, them eagles. Um, They got some get back. <laughs> They're on the spot. Yeah. Giants <laughs> yeah. is the perfect recipe for that. But I do actually like the veto this game. Um, Playing against. I like
0: those 12 points. I can tell you that. I, I yeah. think the game is going to be closer than what, what the spread is looking like.
1: Yeah. And I mean, being that the Philadelphia Eagles, again, they back in. is like 29th in the league. Against the pass, and DeVito will find a way to. uh, We've seen Waller come back looking, he's looking all right. Um, I think they'll find a way to be able to, you know, move the ball a lot more. So, of course, if you got Barkley, these guys, you play them. Uh, But DeVito and Barkley, the only guys I'm a little more confident in, and Waller, um, the pass catches, that could be anybody. So it's kind of like a carousel with that. True. On the other end, of course, you know, if you got Devonta, AJ, Hurts, of course. You know, you play those guys per usual. Nothing, nothing. There's no hitting guys here. All
0: right, I'm going to give you a back-to-back because it's talking about your squad. We got the Ravens going up against the 49ers. It's the game of the week. It's the late game on Christmas. Make sure you get your nap in during the Eagles-Giants game so you're ready for the Ravens-49ers game. 47-point over-under. Baltimore is getting five and a half points. I can't wait for this game. I really feel like whichever team wins this game, the quarterback of said team is going to end up being your league MVP this year. Um, I think Lamar can kind of propel himself to MVP status. I think Purdy is already there. He just got to maintain Um, And the winner or loser of this game is going to go a long way with that. So with that being said, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Still bird hunting season uh for the 49ers. And this is the Ravens, the last bird we got to chop up. Um man, you know, you talk about my league winner, McCaffrey. Uh this guy would probably win you games all season long. Facts. Uh, I don't know any McCaffrey owners that don't have a winning season. have made to <laughs> the uh but with that being True. said, I'll just play everybody here, everybody, all the all the guys, the notables. Um there's no really tricky plays here. I do think that the, um, they probably, you know, with the, the kid Mitchell's down, so they're probably going to run a lot more mm-hmm. Edwards, a lot more. Um, heel. A, a little bit more heel. Oh,
0: and him. they brought, um, they brought uh, Gordon, Gordon out the practice squad. They brought him up to the 53.
1: Not concerned about that. Um, but this yeah. run, game, you probably won't get to see very much. Uh, Isaiah likely, probably not much, but i um, they, the 49 back end can be susceptible at times he be been playing well lately um, but you may see Odell probably could sneak in there
0: here or Flowers probably could sneak in there get it you know how you feel about Likely you brought his name up but but what, what's your I like, him, are, are but I like it about San Fran shut down against the, the, the tight end or how, how do you think that's going to work out
1: yeah Fred one of the guys yeah I'm going that way so be you know temper your expectations on Likely, on Likely um, if he's in your league uh, there's some guys available. I probably feel more comfortable playing over him, just like on the air we speak of. Um, maybe even prior fire move, um, but I do like all the 49 um And I think I think Lamar gonna have a. This can go two ways. He okay. Well, at all. Okay. What the defensive coordinator does, because if they play a lot of man, then most quarterbacks tend to. You gonna run. run a lot? Yeah. And so if he does have a good game to be with his legs, I don't I think they can get to him early enough to, to disrupt some things.
0: And that pretty much wraps it up for this week. I will be back to you on next week to go ahead and wrap up these championships and we'll kind of go from there. But for this evening, we out.